Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know what? I'm going to do something a little little weird here. We're going to play the entire national anthem from a New York Islanders hockey playoff match last night. Is hockey a game or a match? I'm not a hockey person. I think game, but I could also be wrong on that. I think it's a game. I enjoy hockey, but I would not consider myself a hockey mm. person. Soccer on ice. But anyway, <laughs> um, this this I'm told, I've heard it. Sean said it's pretty good. The crowd gets into it pretty patriotic. We're patriotic around here. This is the national anthem being sung at a hockey playoff match. And now, please join Nicole Revive as we sing together our national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed? That is
was awesome. Thanks for grabbing that, Sean. That was freaking awesome. I love her presence of mind, too, to let yep. the crowd take yep. it. Good move yeah. on her part. And very, very cool. With all this talk of I'm not proud of my country and not standing for the national anthem and all that, the crowd joining in there, that was freaking cool. We might have to play that again next hour. That was freaking cool. Awesome. Uh, coming up, what some people are calling a smoking gun or the smoking gun in the whole where did COVID come from and why did our government have interest in covering it up? We'll get to that next segment. So this got a lot of attention over the last couple of days. We didn't get into it. I think it makes sense now as why it bubbled up as a story. So it came out that um, an outlet called ProPublica obtained IRS data from the 25 richest Americans. And the headline was the 25 richest Americans did not even pay taxes, did not even pay federal income taxes. There's a couple of things in this story that are kind of interesting. First of all, that's private information. And somebody hacked into it and got it, and it, and it was illegal to get it and illegal to distribute it. Um, but because we've got this weird, you know, eat the rich thing going on right now, nobody seems to care about that much at all. But that's your private information that other people aren't supposed to find out about. I also, I'm probably more on the side of the point they are trying to make than, than many, but did this run into the same sort of firewall problems that the Hunter Biden story did of ill-gotten information not no, being allowed to no, be shared? Absolutely on, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. This flew around right, that everywhere. Seems, that seems interesting. <laughs> this flew around everywhere. But there's a couple things to this, uh, and, I, and I thought it was um, worth noting when I found out this information had come out earlier, uh, a while back, and, and got like redistributed over the weekend. Now... The the nitty-gritty of how these people didn't pay taxes, it's kind of interesting, but it's the tax laws we've got in place. Nothing illegal is going on there. Republicans and Democrats have decided together over multiple administrations whether you're for it or against it, and most of this stuff I'm for, because when you're running a great big business, you got all kinds of tax breaks the rest of us don't get. But anyway, that aside, Republicans and Democrats have worked together on tax policy that allows this to happen through the Obama administration when he controlled every branch of government, through the Bush administration when they controlled every branch, through Trump and through Biden. And so I think the reason that this came out is uh, is this. Yesterday didn't get very much, of a t- very much attention. Like it happened while we were on the air and it was just a blip. Just in from the Hill. This happened yesterday. Bipartisan group rules out tax hikes on high-income earners on infrastructure proposal. Somebody knew that they were about to have a vote and get down to whether or not they were going to raise taxes on the wealthiest people in America to pay for infrastructure. They got this tax information that showed the 25 richest people didn't pay any taxes. They were hoping that would cause such a crazy stir that there would be political will and pressure on people to change your tax code. But it didn't, and it wasn't enough. There was a bipartisan uh, agreement to not do that. Why? Well, because it benefits Republicans and Democrats alike, and that's that's our tax system. Um, and all these stories seem so incomplete when they zoom in on these billionaires aren't paying income taxes. How much do they pay in property tax every year? Does that it would be insane, yeah, especially I, it, to, to pick out that specific thing and, right. and claim it as they pay zero taxes right. seems disingenuous. Right, but I always think this gets left out of the, the 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 tax conversation when Donald Trump's taxes came out and various people beat him up for it. Or really, is anybody uh, on the left proposing a major change 
in the way we handle business taxes that you can't write off your losses and deduct them? No, I don't hear it. Hillary Clinton, any, any, Schumer, anybody? No, nobody left or right is wanting to change that. And oftentimes for good reason. Sometimes not for good reason. Some of these, some of the breaks that people get is because they're rich and powerful and they can, uh, and they can influence the other rich and powerful people in Congress to give them a break. But a lot of it is just good tax policy so that you can run a business, open a business, um, you know, spread out your losses over time, et cetera, et cetera. So these stories are always so phony. That's one of the reasons I didn't have any trouble with Trump not releasing his taxes is because they're always so misconstrued by the media and poorly handled when the information does come out. Same thing with Mitt Romney. He did release his taxes. He just got beat up all day, every day, like a pinata for his taxes. Was anybody wanting to change the policies, the legal ways in which that he took advantage of tax code? No, nobody was advocating a change in policy. Just rich man, not pay enough taxes. Bad, bad, bad. So that's that story, in case you were wondering why we hadn't gotten to it. Uh, new numbers out on America's birth rate continues to plummet. We should talk about that. But I do want to get to the smoking gun that really gets to why the media and the government. The media is the media. But our government officials should not be misleading us about the origin of the coronavirus. That should not happen. Well, I think we now know why. We'll have that for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's your odd tip of the day. If you've got some weights laying around that you bought a long time ago thinking you are going to work out, first of all, hilarious. How do we all fall for the same joke? Yeah, if I get some exercise equipment, I'll work out. That's what's stopping me from working out. It's that I just don't have the right equipment. That's it. Or no, no, no. Maybe if I had the right shoes and pants. That's what it was. That's when I would start working out. We all do this. But anyway, if you got some weights laying around, sell them, man. Put them on Craigslist. Or uh, I think somebody told me the other day if you want to sell stuff and you're on Facebook, Facebook's marketplace is way better than Craigslist these days. But anyway, dumbbells in particular are like gold right now. I found that out the other day trying to buy some. Uh, somebody just told me that they got twice what they paid for their dumbbells. They're four years old. It's not like they get, have wear and tear on them, but... They got twice what they paid for them. So if you got exercise equipment that you're not using, sell it, man. All exercise equipment is just through the roof right now, like a lot of stuff is. We'll get into the breaking news today on Consumer Price Index. Is it inflation or not? I don't know. Everything costs more, so I'm not sure if it makes a lot of difference when I'm actually paying the money, whether it's technically inflation or not, if everything costs more, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. So Peter Daszak. He's a doctor, and he was the lead scientist when he got a bunch of other scientists together about a year ago to sign on to a letter saying, look, the coronavirus most likely had a zoonotic origin. It came out of an animal, possibly this wet market or, a, you know, a pangolin or something like that. I'll tell you one thing it didn't do, says Dr. Dazak. It didn't leak out of that lab where I have been working with other people and getting tons of funding for creating the very sort of virus that escaped and has uh, has ruined the world for the last year or so. Who got a hold of this originally? It looks like India Today. They've got the YouTube video posted at their website. India Today has accessed the video of Peter Dazak, President of EcoHealth Alliance, 
at the time that he gave this, how long ago was this? Uh, I'll get the date nailed down. But back in the day, he was boasting about the manipulation of killer SARS, just like the virus um, that has now uh, devastated the entire world. Let's listen to it, and then we'll follow up. This is him explaining what they were up to, what he and his colleagues were up to there in China. Just like we did with SARS, we found other coronaviruses in bats, a whole host of them. Some of them looked very similar to SARS. So we sequenced the spike protein, the protein that attaches to cells. Then we, well, I didn't do this work, but my colleagues in China did the work. You create pseudoparticles, you you insert the spike proteins from those viruses, see if they bind to human cells. Each step of this, you move closer and closer to this virus could really become pathogenic in people. So you narrow down the field, you reduce the cost, and you end up with a small number of, of viruses that really do look like killers. Then you look in people and you say, in the people that live in the region where this animal lives, that are exposed to that virus, do we see antibodies? So he is explaining exactly what occurred. It's exactly what they were alluding to in the big Vanity Fair article that came out last week. Exactly what the scientists were talking about in the Wall Street Journal the other day. That, no, the most likely by far explanation is that these were manipulated by humans because the virus magically ended up uh, put together in such a way that is the least likely for a virus in nature, but the most likely if human beings are wanting to manipulate a virus, as uh, as the doctor was just explaining there. And he was boasting to colleagues that they were doing this sort of amazing thing where they you know, spliced this to that and were able to just create these murderous killer viruses that spread so easily. It's being called by many people the smoking gun. We now know that he and others, and Dr. Fauci was involved in this too, were working on this stuff. Again, maybe that's perfectly okay. Maybe we want that to happen. Maybe we want top scientists in the world creating the worst viruses that they can create so they have a better idea to how to control them and come up with a vaccine and sort of that sort of thing. I'm not smart enough to know whether or not that's a good idea. But this that's clearly what they were doing, and uh, one of them leaked out and Human nature being what it is, they all decided to try to cover it up because I guess they thought it would hurt their funding or they would be blamed somehow. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have blamed them for doing it. It's still down to the lab and its uh, you know ability to keep the dang virus inside the lab and not to get it out. That's who's to blame, not the research. But they just didn't want that called into question. And uh, i got to believe at this point it having turned into millions of deaths around the world, $28 trillion of cost to the world, they think at this point, that at this point, I think they probably wish maybe they hadn't done it the way they did it. But at the, at the time, they were probably hoping, you know, China will get this under control uh, there in China, and we just don't want to draw, draw attention to this kind of work that we're doing because the funding will draw, draw out. And we don't want the funding to dry up because we think this is important. Anyway, that's the smoking gun as far as I'm concerned. And... um the main reason, if you're wondering why does it matter, the main reason is it let China off the hook. And there is a battle going on. President Biden was talking about this the other day. There is a battle going on in the minds of everybody in the world between authoritarian regimes and democracies. Which performs better? Which is going to dominate the world for the coming century or centuries? 
and China and their stupid way of handling things, their authoritarian communist regime, would have taken a major PR hit, major PR hit, if a year ago the whole world had been talking about how how the heck did you let this out of your lab? How the heck did you cover this up? How the heck did you not get this under control? Showing why their system is not as good as ours. But they didn't take that PR hit because Dr. Dazig and uh, Anthony Fauci and others were covering their own tracks, but while they were covering their own tracks, they were covering up for the Chinese, which is absolutely something Americans should not be doing. WHO and all these doctors helping out the Chinese to cover up their big screw-up. Man, in the long arc of history, this might be one of the biggest things that happened in terms of not arresting the growth of China when the world had the chance. Uh, Only hindsight will be able to tell that. Next segment, we'll get into the nitty-gritty of U.S. consumer prices and how much they, they, they went up another record amount. Um, dig into the Wall Street Journal numbers. I'm just going to start putting all stuff, sorts of stuff I own on, online for sale. See, who knows what else has uh, gone up in prices that I'm I may be sitting on a gold mine of gym socks. Who knows? No, no kidding. Used vehicles. I we've got an extra vehicle, and um, now's the time to sell it. They're never they've been never been worth more. Yeah, weights, uh, above ground pools, all kinds of things that are worth so much money. You, apparently, you can't hardly find a home gym, and if you can find one, it's two, three, four, five times as much to buy it as it was pre-pandemic because there aren't any around. How much do you think I could get for like a handful of fast food sauce packets? I've got like a drawer <laughs> full of that. Just random. I'll, I'll grab a handful and I'll ship it to you. Have you ever heard my Nordic track story? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Just even thinking about working out is getting you, having you break a sweat a little bit. So, Joe and I, when we were working in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, we endorsed Nordic Track briefly. <laughs> and so they they gave us each a Nordic Track. And they gave us the nicest Nordic Track they had. Mm-hmm. It was the one made of, like, you know, whatever, some sort of teak wood stained brown. It was really a beautiful Nordic Track. I don't know if I ever used it for more than 20 seconds. And uh, it ended up being a clothes hanger like a lot of gym equipment does. Um Anyway, when I finally decided after moving it clear across the country and moving it to a couple of houses, that, and I'm not using it, that I'm going to get rid of it, you literally, at that time, could not give away a Nordic track. Please take my Nordic track. And it would cost about 1500 bucks originally, so it wasn't cheap. Right. But I, So I offered it at $100, offered it $50, I offered it free to anyone, nobody took it. I tried to take it to Goodwill. They said, we will not take Nordic tracks. They said, look back there. They you had like, get that thing they had like 15 Nordic tracks. I went around to every Goodwill, anything <laughs> you could go to. They would not take it. I finally dropped it behind a Goodwill in the alley and drove away in the dark. That's the only thing I could do. With. I didn't, other than burn it, I didn't know what to do with my Nordic track. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe had to step out uh, here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oddly enough, because of child care reasons, my son Henry, nine-year-old, is here. Um, do we have a microphone for Henry? We can uh, access briefly? I think I, uh, we can share mine. Okay. Um, Henry just said, what did you just say? For an organized office... For an organized dad, you're not that organized at your office. Yeah. For an organized dad, you're not that organized at work. So at home, I'm pretty organized. Everything is pretty uh, pretty, pretty where it ought to be. That's just the way I am. But there's stuff everywhere in here, huh? So, um, I feel like you may be getting blamed for my workspace. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm taking on some of the Sean blame here. <laughs> this is mostly my mess. Um, so I, sh- I didn't clear any of this with you, Henry, on things that we can and cannot talk about on the radio. Okay. Or what are things that we cannot talk about on the radio? Can you get up closer to the microphone, please? Are there any things you do not want to talk about on the radio? I have no idea. Well, I didn't, I didn't plan this, so I didn't really plan any. Okay, so I'll, j- I'll just give a hint, and then you can say, yes, you'd, you're willing to talk about it or no, not. Okay. How about what happened at the park the other day? What do you mean? With a certain somebody, do you want to talk about that or not? Remember when you were playing Truth or Dare with those people? Uh, I'd rather not. You'd rather not talk about that? Okay. Jeez, Dad, that is so personal. Well, I know. That's why I didn't say anything on the air. I was just <laughs> asking if you want to talk about it or not. And, and you don't. I appreciate you wearing your Hawaiian shirt today. I laid that out for you before I left so that you could, uh, you know, have your party look going when you got here. <laughs> 
He's going to go hang out in our office and like play Switch and do YouTube videos while we do the show. Because. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Sean wants to do that with you. Actually, Sean would much rather go play Switch with you. Um, uh, because we had, uh, Nicolina, our babysitter, had a doctor's appointment, so she dropped you off here, and you're going to hang out with me here, me here, and it'll be fine in the office. Uh, did you bring some snacks and stuff? Do you have something to eat? Nobody told me to. Nobody did? Oh, boy, I guess we're going to have to raid the... Uh... Honestly, I don't care. I'm not hungry. Anymore. Have you had any breakfast at all? No. No? Okay, well, we're going to have to get to some stuff out of the radio kitchen. They got a lot of junk food there, so... Ah! <laughs> Interest increasing. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, what is your uh, what's your favorite food? Let me think. You're gluten free. We're a gluten free family, so it makes it more difficult. If you could eat gluten, what would be your favorite food? I'd go with donut. Donut. Yeah, we do miss the donuts. Yeah. Gluten free killed donuts for us. Well, technically not. You could find gluten free donuts. So. I haven't had one yet. Um, gluten-free pancakes and stuff like that, delicious, as good as any other pancakes. In fact, I think I might even prefer them, but I haven't, haven't found a good gluten-free, we haven't found a good gluten-free hot dog bun. Well, it's like okay. It's okay, I, but yeah. Yeah. They get kind of sandy tasting for something. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried gluten-free food, but a lot of it, especially vegan stuff, it's got a sandy quality to it. Yeah, like I literally had a scone and it actually tastes like sand. <laughs> Um, but so I'm going to get back to doing my job, Henry, and then I'll set you up in the office with the switch and stuff like that. Okay. You sure there's nothing from your personal life you want to talk about? Now, I, I wouldn't make you do it. I just wondered if there's anything you wanted to offer. I No. Are you excited that school's getting out tomorrow and Sam's going to be home more often? Yes. And the pool opens up, so we're going to be going to the swimming pool. That'll be cool. Do you ever go off the diving board? Well, not yet. But I will now. Maybe this year. Make sure you yell cannonball whenever you do a cannonball. That's very important. But what happens if you do a cannonball at our swimming pool, Henry? You get, like, what is it again? The uh, get the, in trouble. the pool police blow the whistle and what? come over, and, like, four lifeguards will fill out forms for, like, 20 minutes. I'm not exaggerating. This is actually why I hate California. <laughs> So you think he grows up in my house at all? <laughs> that is funny. You can't let kids do a cannonball. No, no cannonball. Can Here's... you apply for permission to do one if they uh, evacuate the pool, everybody wrap themselves in bubble wrap, we have a, a child attempting to do a cannonball in a pool? It's ridiculous that you can't do a cannonball, but at least you could possibly maybe a tiny bit make the argument that you're splashing people, even though that's ridiculous at a pool. Here's the one that you can't justify at all. Because one time Henry did this. You can, you can jump off the side and just go in feet first. They will let you do mm-hmm. that. But you can't rotate at all. Because he jumped in the air and kind of turned and then landed in the water. Tweet! Overcome the uh, pool police. And then again, they will fill out forms. Like three or four of them standing around filling out paperwork for 15 minutes after anything like that happens. It's wild. It's such an interesting idea of socialism or something, bureaucracy. It's crazy. If there's an incident at all where a kid, like, is splashing around a little and a lifeguard has to help him, oh, my God, everybody's out of the pool. Everybody's filling out paperwork for, like, an hour. Our joy alarms went off. There were were people (laughs) having joy for even a moment. The joy alarm. Unbelievable. 
So um, the numbers are in today. Remember last month, the April numbers came in and consumer price index had jumped the biggest it had in quite a few years and people were really worried about inflation. Well, I guarantee you all day long today you're going to be hearing about it because we set another record. May is up even more and the Wall Street Journal digs into the numbers behind the numbers, which will really frighten you. Do you, do you have any thoughts on inflation? What's inflation? There you go. <laughs> we, we talked about what the multiplication is last night, though, while you're in the bathtub. Remember, two times two? Times is mul- what they call multiplication. We worked on a little two times two, three times ten. All that Those stuff. are good ones. Good yeah, ones to learn. Yeah, we worked on that. Well, Henry's a homeschooled kid, so we kind of just fit this in wherever Technically, we can. Technically, I don't go to school. Technically, you don't go to school. That's right. I don't know if you should announce that to the state. <laughs> <laughs> the same people that are the uh, swimming pool police are going to come here. Maybe actual police, maybe. I get sued, I get sued. I don't know. <laughs> If you get sued, you get sued. I love this kid. (laughs) Anyway, I'll get to that consumer price index. Everything is going through the roof, but for its own reasons. Does that count as inflation, and does it matter? All that's on the way. just became the first country to approve Bitcoin as legal currency. So their financial system should be rock solid unless Elon Musk tweets their flag and a frowny face. (laughs) This move will make the Central American nation the first in the world where businesses will have to accept Bitcoin for goods and services. That could be tough considering how much the value of Bitcoin fluctuates. Okay, your total comes to 575. Oops. Uh, No, uh, 45,620. Uh, looks like I owe you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So El Salvador is the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin. Yes. Uh, as, as an official, I, I don't know what the phrasing is, but like right. as official legal tender or, or whatever. Gotcha. Um, and they seem to also be trying to make a play somehow pitching their volcanoes as a good energy source for bitcoin mines so okay, a lot of people are talking about volcano cash which sounds awesome it does that it does sound cool i don't know exactly what that is hey, you don't have to it's the meme economy does it fit in a hashtag jack then then it's a go true that and if you buy it low and sell it high you make money whether it's real or not um uh, i've got the greatest headline one of the greatest headlines i've ever heard uh, coming up in just a minute. I got my son set it in the office, playing Switch and everything like that. He, um, I didn't, I didn't know what he was. He's a, he's a very mercurial young man. Uh, I've talked about him a number of times over the years. He, uh, he has not yet attended uh, school because he's not able to, and uh, we're hoping to this next year. But he is a, he's an interesting kid for a lot of different reasons, and he's had an interesting life that that I didn't have. Um, uh. But I didn't know if he would be in the mood to talk about a variety of things that are going on in his life uh, right now that I that I won't mention on the air. But we 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 seem to be moving into the um, uh, boys and girls noticing each other and having feelings era of of our lives. Ooh, how exciting! Yeah, very exciting, and you know, difficult road for uh, parenting also as um as we're getting into that. So uh, I won't say any more because that wouldn't be fair to him. But it's a good story. U.S. consumer prices rose strongly again in May. So you remember in April, had a pretty big leap. All the discussion was about inflation there for uh, about 48 hours. 
Well, we're going to have discussions about inflation for another 48 hours. U.S. consumer prices continue to climb strongly in May, surging 5% from a year ago to reach the highest annual inflation rate in nearly 13 years. That takes you back to 2008, which is when we had the big financial crisis where all the smart bankers in the world wrecked the world's economy and none of them went to jail for it. That's a different topic. But even behind uh, uh, that number is fairly shocking, but behind those numbers, it gets even worse. So that's the biggest jump. May to May since 2008, we had a 4.2% rise in April, a 5% rise in May. But the core price index, that excludes food and energy and other really volatile categories because they can throw the numbers off. So, the so way why, they, why is it important to exclude those? Uh, it gives you more of an, a, a baseline idea if things are just going up in general, if we've got inflation, okay. because those things can just, they can vary by so much for so many different reasons. You wouldn't want to have, for instance, like, you know, something happens in the Middle East, oil sh- doubles in uh, the price per barrel, and all of a sudden we're talking about an increase as if it's inflation. No, oil went up. Or something happened with so food. You're, you're removing some of the more traditionally volatile prices to try to see what the, the, the more stable things are doing. And when you do that, they call that the core price index, energy energy and food and others. You eliminate all those, it rose 3.8% in May. That's the largest increase in 30 years. So that gives you more of an idea that, yeah, maybe we actually have inflation happening. But do we? If there's an explanation for each individual sector... Is that actually inflation? doesn't make any difference to your pocketbook, but it would give you the idea that it could go back down as we ease out of the pandemic, whereas inflation, when inflation goes up, it's really hard to get it back down because everybody goes into a panic and there's a psychological factor and everything like that. For instance, individual sectors. Prices for used cars and trucks went up 7.3% from the previous month. Remember, I had looked into what my used truck with over 100,000 miles was worth three, four months ago, and I was shocked. Well, I should check again, because it went up 7.3% from the previous month, and there was a giant leap from that month. Um, So that drove one-third of the rise in the overall index. The indexes on furniture, airline fares, apparel, also rose sharply in May. The annual... uh, It's kind of hard to to figure out what's real and what's not, because COVID is the greatest interrupter that has happened in prices maybe ever. Maybe ever, certainly in that short a period of time. World War II would be big, but it was spread out over, you know, four or five years. Uh, for, for one year, I don't think there's ever been anything like this in the, in the history of capitalism. Prices for new vehicles have soared because of the computer ship shortage that crimped car production. Okay. That's not inflation. That's just a supply shortage. That in turn has bolstered the price for used autos. Okay. So that's not inflation. Rental car prices have soared because companies sold their fleets. When nobody was traveling. Well, that's not inflation. That was just something that they had to do. Um, along with airfares and hotel room rates are, are going sky high. Well, because consumers are starting to travel again, supply and demand. So I, is inflation only inflation if it's unexplainable? Like if there isn't a root cause to it? Um, no. No, that would be too basic a way to, to explain away inflation. Um yeah, that would be too basic. Okay. And I, I don't want to get sidetracked on getting to that food. Food. And I'm happy to talk about that, but not just this instance. Food makers said their costs are climbing at an alarming rate, prompting them to raise some prices. The inflation pressure we're seeing is significant, said the uh, CEO of General Mills. It's probably higher than we've seen in the last decade. 
But the whole food thing is its own thing also. So I don't know if it's for real inflation, which would mean it's going to be around for a while, or if each individual one of these things will get balanced out over time. Like, for instance, it's a little misleading that hotels and um, uh, airfares have gone up so much in a year because they were at rock bottom a year ago. And if they just get back to where they were before, that's not really any big deal. If once they get the computer chips going for cars and they can make new cars again, and so new cars are rolling off the lots and then used car, that's, you know, that that's not inflation. That's something else. So we'll see. But it's definitely two months in a row that got people pretty pretty worried. Let's get to the most interesting headline perhaps I've ever seen. <laughs> this headline builds as you get further through it. Soldier with swastika tattooed. Okay, see? Each each one you think, okay, I've gotten where I've gotten, I'm going to get on this. There, there's an escalation. There's more here, though. Soldier with swastika tattooed on his testicle is jailed for 19 months for breaching Austria's Nazi glorification laws. Hmm. Am I really glorifying Nazism? I mean, I am, but does anybody know, except for my closest friends and proctologist, that I'm glorifying Nazism? And Were I to share this tattoo, do you think that would increase or decrease people's interest in this party? <laughs> exactly. Are more people going to be recruited to Nazism <laughs> if I were to show them my testicles? Now listen, I understand you're skeptical, but let me show you one last thing before you make your final decision if you want to join us or not. <laughs> The 29-year-old says he drank two bottles of whiskey before his brother tattooed the band's symbol on his scrotum. The court said yesterday. Oh, okay, so your brother did it. Oh, oh, your brother's not a tattoo artist, so he's an amateur. So you really should throw amateur into the headline. Soldier with amateur applied swastika tattoo on his testicle. Okay. So he downed two bottles of whiskey before his brother. Geez, my brother and I are relatively close. Not that close. I, um, and not since we were very little children have I laid eyes on his or his on mine. Other than uh, as, uh, what I'm guessing is YouTubing how to do a tattoo on a budget and do, involving something with big pen. Are they making, was, was this Pruno whiskey? Were they making their own moonshine prison? Are, are they just kind of uh, role playing prison life? Are there there are pictures online? Can you see if they're still available? I, oh, I, I are you know really going to make me Google? This is going to be a, <laughs> this is going to be a tough Google image search because yeah, this better not show up on my employee review. <laughs> you got to say Jack asked me to do it. <laughs> I don't want this as an NFT. <laughs> uh, he posted the picture of the tattoo online and showed it off to many of his army colleagues on another occasion while drunk. On his final evening of military of a military exercise, the soldier who has not been identified because of Austrian privacy laws was further accused of posting Nazi photos at a Cold War bunker museum. Okay, he's he's, he's pretty into Nazi stuff. Of course, that's you know it's pretty evident that you're relatively into it if you're willing to get that t- tattoo where you got it. Um, you know, there in the. Uh... <laughs> now I was going to make a a pun that really wouldn't have been that good for the show. It wouldn't have been that good for my career. Um, there are pictures of him online of drinking Hitler-branded wine and posting Nazi propaganda. So he is, exactly, thank you for the Hitler ding. He is through and through into this ideology, it would seem. He has expressed remorse. He expressed remorse during the trial, claiming he was both sorry and embarrassed for his past actions. He told the court, I just got in with bad company. (laughs) For us, anything that wasn't allowed was something we gravitated towards because we all underestimated enormously how much a mistake this was. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good apology. (laughs) Oh, 
I underestimated enormously how big a mistake it was to get a tattoo of a swastika on my testicle while drunk by my brother. Before we uh, lessen the penalty, I'm going to need you to specify which part of this do you regret. Uh, It was only when the investigation of his tattooed testicles started that he realized what nonsense the Nazi glorification was. Convenient. He added that other than that, I can't get it, give any reasonable explanation for why I did it. Well, that's that's what happens when you're drunk. Seemed like a good idea at the time, I so, suppose. You can do things when you're drunk or uh, high on anything, and you've got no reasonable explanation. I mean, you really don't, because your brain was not uh, working as it was supposed to. Uh, actually, a good one. Uh, I, I don't imagine the tattoo removal process would be that enjoyable. So, He said the tattoo is no longer visible. Well, as long as you got pants on it. Um, we were taking texts earlier from uh, people. Your line, your industry, what you're involved with, what have you tried to buy? Give us your examples of prices going up, whether it's inflation or just the weird individual markets that we got going on right now. We heard from somebody who bought an above-ground pool at three or four times the price they did a year ago. Uh, we talked about the price of all exercise equipment, used cars, news cars, l- uh, new cars, lumber, furniture. If you've got an example, give us a text, 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. If you missed any portion of the Armstrong and Getty show, like my nine-year-old saying, that's why I hate California, it's all available on uh, on the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Get any hour of the podcast anytime you want at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 